Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. As we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up today, plenty on uh, the NFL playoffs. We'll run down some surprising stats that we noticed from the regular season. And we'll recap last night's national title game a little bit today on the program as well. Paulie, and that's where we are going to start today. I mean, that's an all-time performance from Georgia, scoring 65 points and taking you know, knocking the lights out of TCU immediately in that first quarter in the first half. And it just, to me, it looked like the Horn Frogs were completely out of their element, scared, frightened to be there. And the first play of the game, when he saw the false start, I'm like, mm, probably mm. a pretty bad sign. And no protection for Duggan at all last night. And it was just a total mismatch. And isn't it funny how this works? I mean, that team looked awesome against Michigan. In, in you know, in... Yep. M- Maybe not the whole game. It was a weird game against the Wolverines. Big plays, couple of pick sixes, I get that. But it looked like they could at least play with the big boys. Uh huh. Last night, completely opposite story. You take out the blown coverage, they don't score. And Georgia gets the total themselves. So sit back, here's the news. As Mitch just mentioned, it's a week-to-week sport. NFL and, yes, college. Because on New Year's Eve, that team, oh, they're the best ever. They're so good. What a performance. They're going to lose. They should lose. They're down 14 in the third quarter. Harrison gets hurt. Kirby Smart with the great timeout. Right. They are going to lose the game. They were outplayed. If the field goes good, they lose the game. There you go. So it's a week-to-week sport. 
They almost lost to Missouri earlier in the year. It's unfortunate what happened. It was a damn shame that TCU goes out like that on the big stage and everyone is watching, everyone goes to bed at halftime. But if you want to be mad at someone, be mad at Michigan. So that's just how it is. I mean, they, they don't this they don't belong business. They won a game. No, they, I, they won a semifinal. I, 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 You're out of your mind. And then for the stuff to say, well, you can play that type of defense in the Big 12. That doesn't work against Georgia. Okay, but again, it, it, it worked against Michigan. You can't turn the ball over. But that's also in the South. The top athletes play defense. On the West Coast, the top athletes play offense. That's how it is, too. And that's how the brand of the football is with Big 12 and the Pac-12 as well. But uh, it was a... Total mismatch, total domination, and unfortunate. You have to end the season like this. And a hell of a job by Kirby Smart, though, when you put five guys in the first round on defense, you lose and you go back-to-back. Yeah, we're going to hear from him coming up in a little bit. Yeah, 15 players lost overall from last year's team, and they made it look so easy last night. Uh, you know, and I, 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 to my point on TCU being out of their element, I could say the same thing about Michigan last week. Because how many times did they shoot themselves in the foot against uh, the Horn Frogs, right? I mean, it was the early play calling near the goal line. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what are you doing? The fumble right away probably should have been a touchdown with the butt that was down or wasn't down. And then, you know, like I said, the two pick sixes. And they allowed big play after big play after big play against a TCU team. You know, Quentin Johnson, I saw him after that Michigan win the wide receiver for TCU, he was like in the top five according to mock drafts. I'm like, we're probably getting a little carried away, fellas. He's not going to go in the top five. He's a really good receiver. What do you have? One catch for three yards last night? So are the same people who vaulted him into the top five now saying, oh, I don't know about this guy. That's Georgia's defense for you, too. I mean, it's it's reloading, restocking, uh, even though they lost that much talent overall. And they might, there's a chance that Jalen Carter goes number one overall, their defensive yep. lineman. How about if you had TCU 500 or 1,000 to one on a future? I mean, you could, you could have laid $4 before the game. But if you waited to try to do something in play, you needed Ohio State to beat Georgia. But the other thing, you couldn't even really hedge. I mean, once that game got started, forget about it. That ship has sailed. What are you going to do in play? I mean, you know, you had no option. Oh, I know. I, I, so I don't even, even if you had 1,000 to one, even if you had 500 to one, yes, then you could lay. Minus four dollars, minus four twenty-five on Georgia a little bit if you would have liked, right? But that's the perils of waiting for in-play wagering. If you thought maybe LSU could hop up seven nothing quickly and get a better number, I mean that you just could tell right away. I mean, even though it was ten seven, no chance, no chance. I mean, right. the, the guys were running free by twenty-five oh yards last night for Georgia. Oh, it was so easy. Bowers goes over in the second quarter. McConkey goes over, uh, no problem. Early second quarter with his props. Georgia gets the total themselves. There was a prop with Georgia win by 49-plus at Caesars. That paid 28-1. to 1. Mattress Mac, again, you, you people mad at Mattress Mac, okay. But they, this is why they take his action, too. He had $3 million on TCU. So, I mean, if he's going to continue to lose, oh, why can't I get those limits? What, look what happened. And the guy's got $3 million on TCU, never sure. a chance. So, uh, there was also a $766,000 bet on TCU plus the points at Bet MGM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a coaster in the first quarter. My God. Yeah. And then you look ahead next year to Georgia's schedule. Okay. Yes. Uh, I mean, we've heard about this, Paulie, for 25 years, the weekly grind in the SEC. Now, I'm not going to rip the conference today because that would sound foolish after winning another national title last night. My problem is the thought that every single week you go somewhere tough and play a really good team, that's not really the case at all. I mean, it's top heavy for sure in this conference. Where is the loss coming from? I mean, look at their non-conference yeah. next year. They get UT Martin, Ball State, UAB in the non-con. 
They have Ooh. four. They, Paul, they have four road games. They certainly are awesome on the big stage. You can't de- debate that. Uh, they also know how to manipulate the system, and they've done so for years, and it goes back to the godfather of the BCS, Roy Kramer, who used to be the former SEC conference commissioner. When you start, it's a, it's a rigged game for the SEC. When you start with half your conference in the first preseason, top 25, and no loss is a bad loss, and every win's a good win, and you hardly drop when you lose, how do you not get an opportunity to play for the national title and get multiple teams in? Yeah. That's just how it is, how things have changed, right? wasn't that long ago where the Auburn went undefeated. Cadillac Williams, Jason Campbell, Ronnie Brown. Nobody cared. Ah, come on. Cute story. Can't, can't play with USC. No, can't play with USC. No. And now things have changed, and it's swung in the other direction. But you, you are right, though. The three biggest lies, checks in the mail, weekly grind in the SEC, and don't worry, I'm on the pill. I mean, this is an abomination, this schedule. So, again, how they manipulate well, the system. Look, at it's like what Sonny Dyke said a couple weeks ago. You know, hey, you're playing Citadel in November. We're playing Texas. So, do you want to criticize the SEC or say, oh, they're doing it the right way? But, I mean, that is a joke. They have played Alabama three times in the regular season since 2008. Yeah. Okay, and, and look at the stretch here again. After the four games where they begin at home, one of those games is uh, against South Carolina – they, they go at Auburn, they play Kentucky at home, and they're at Vandy. Then they get the bye, and here's how they close. At home to Florida, Missouri, and Ole Miss, they're at Tennessee, and they play Georgia Tech. Assuming they have a quarterback who is not a dumpster fire next year, mm. after Bennett goes bye-bye, their win total will be 11.5, and, and what do you put on the juice? I was joking around last night on Twitter when I said, what do you make at minus 450 on over 11.5? But what do you make 11.5 over 250? Alabama yeah. this past year was 11.5. Oh, it didn't get there. 11 and a half over like minus 220 in some spots. All right. Well, the SEC run come to an end now. Once we, because we're going to expand the playoff. I say it does because you're going to spread out the talent. The kids go to the same schools because they want to play in the playoff. Well, if, if, if only th- four or five teams have a chance to make the playoff, uh, the TCU was a great story, but kind of a fluke, five and seven last year. What do you year. mean by run ending? That you're going to see other twin ta- titles. Well, it almost ended this year if you want to go there. Sure, absolutely. Right, yeah. Sure. But moving forward now, because people are going to say, well, they're going to get a lot of, they're going to get maybe four of the 12 teams in the, in the playoffs. Well, I don't but know. I mean, but you're going to see USC is going to become a juggernaut. Ohio State, uh, USC will be back on top. Hope maybe Texas turns it around, although they'll be in the SEC by then. But you're going to see talent spread out now. And you're also going to see, hopefully, maybe the SEC has to play in some cold weather. And some weather games too with uh, these potential first sites, I mean, first round sites. Kirby Smart's not that old, so no, he's great, no doubt about it. Georgia's going to be like this for a long time, as long as Saban's at Alabama. That's not going to go away. Well, how long is that going to happen? Uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe it could be. He looks like he's fifty-two years old. Yeah, right. I know he's not, but Brian Kelly at LSU will absolutely work out. Yep, I They're, see. Yep, I saw Pat Forty's preseason top twenty-five: Georgia, Michigan, LSU, Bama. He had Bama seventh. USC, Oregon, Washington, he had way up there along with Penn State. Yeah, well, yeah. So, yeah, oh, no, good, good point about LSU. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is Kirby Smart again going back to back last night after losing 15 draft picks talking to the media. It was a big part. You know, you lost whatever it was, 15 draft picks and however many portals you guys have reported it over and over. And we didn't gain anybody. So, the development part was super, super important. I'm going to tell you another important day was about three days from right now last year when he came in my office and he said 
I'm trying to decide if I'm going to come back or ride off in the wind. He goes, I don't understand. Everybody's telling me that I should just ride off in the sunset and be the legendary quarterback that won a national title. And he said, that's just not who I am. And he's like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Why should I do that when I have an opportunity to play again? Like, like, why, why, why don't we go win it again? And you know, I'm kind of thinking, well, that'd be nice, but we lost 15 draft picks. I mean, it might not be that easy this time. And uh, he had full conviction that he wanted to come back and go opposite of the mainstream. Like, like all he wanted to do. He was here, I think, a year with Jake, and he knew that Jake had left early, and he brought it up to me, and he said. I want to play. Like, I want to go play football and prove to people that this is no fluke. We can do this. And he did everything he said he was going to do. Uh, good for him. That was awesome. Bennett was great last night. Yeah, 29-3 and three record. Yeah, you're right, though, too. I mean, all yeah, George is unbelievable, but they were thoroughly outplayed for three quarters yep. uh, the last time we saw him on the big oh, stage. Oh, easily could have lost the game against sure, Ohio yeah. State. Ohio State would do whatever they wanted for three quarters Still, Harrison got hurt. The Georgia team total over... Last night was maybe I, I don't I can't imagine I'm gonna, I'm gonna have an easier bet this month that comes in that got there at halftime I think so yep with the start of uh, the new year here Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines odds and boosts and whether you're a football hockey or basketball fan Bet Rivers has you covered join them every week for new promotions like tonight Tuesday hockey first goal insurance Sunday football parlay insurance uh, insurance and more. Bet Rivers, it's a whole new game. We'll recap more of last night's betting action with win some, lose some coming up next year and follow the money. There's an 18-1 run going on in the NHL. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. The start of the new year, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home, all the latest lines, odds, and boost. Whether it's football, hockey, or basketball, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join them for great promotions and house specials. Tuesday hockey, first goal insurance, Sunday football parlay insurance. At Bet Rivers, it's a whole new game. We welcome in Matt Humans now. He joins the show every Tuesday at this time. He is the senior editor on the website, vsin.com. He's also a host here on the VSIN network. Uh, Matt, we always have a new audience here on this show. Can you explain to people who are new to the program what the Friday Football Invitational was, who was involved, uh, who eventually won it, and what your plans are for next year? Yeah, no problem. It was uh, Circa Friday Football Invitational, a $25,000 contest. Derek Stevens, the Circa owner, put up the money. I invited 16 handicappers, many of them professional bettors, other media types, and uh, we, we put this together in August before we changed the Visa and show lineup. And uh, each week, guys selected uh, their five best bets, college or NFL sides or totals against the uh, Circus Sportsbook numbers on uh, Friday mornings. And after week nine, we started to cut the last place contestant each week. So the field of 16 was trimmed to eight uh, for the final couple weeks. And we had the Elite Eight. And we got down and we had four guys who had a shot really to win the contest here in the final uh, week. Chris the Bear Felica, now of Fox Sports, was the leader. Chuck Edel, a regular on your show, Las Vegas pro better. Uh, also, uh, James Salinas, a pro better from Colorado. Paul Stone, college football handicapper from Texas, and Doug Kazarian of ESPN. And uh, the Bear just avoided an 0 5 week, but he did it easily. His best bet in week 18, Georgia minus 12. Uh, so nice job uh, by the Bear on the blowout last night in the uh, college title game. And that was the tiebreaker, and that gave him the edge. Each week, your five plays, one was designated the best bet. And that and that was going to be the tiebreaker at the end of the tournament. It turned out to haunt Chuck Edel because uh, he was 6-12 and 12 on best mm-hmm. bets. The Bear was 13-5, and five, and they each tied at 52-38 and 38 ATS. And uh, the Bear gets to win, the 15000 to the winner. A trophy. Derek Stevens is designing a green jacket, and uh, the Bears hopefully coming out here in a week or two to uh, collect all his prizes. And uh, so the Bear number one, Chuck Edel two, James Salinas number three, Paul Stone four, Doug Kazarian five. That was the, the final. It was. Uh, I think this was a big hit with the Beast and the listeners. I mean, you had essentially eighty best bets put out there every Friday night uh, from guys 
mostly who do this for a living, and I think there was a lot of value in it for the VSIN audience. So next season, Derek Stevens and I are talking about some minor changes, but we think uh, this contest is going to be bigger and better. We're going to have more prize money in the pot in uh, 2023, but I'll talk about the details later. Yep. Love the sponsor, too. They have fantastic meatballs and pizza uh, as well. Uh, Great job. You did an excellent job with that. Uh, You are the genuine article. Uh, You eat fast food four, five, even six times a day. You once compared, it wasn't that long ago, you compared the Cowboys to Taco Bell. Used to be great, and now not so much. Uh, What do you think of Tom Brady catching points as a home dog? Well, the one thing that concerns me about this is I think the Buccaneers are going to be wildly popular uh, public dogs this week. And then the NFL, you don't typically want to be on those sides, but I can't help it. I have actually had this game circled for about three weeks knowing I was going to bet the Buccaneers in this game. And so I got to go ahead and do it. I've seen the Dallas Cowboys in decline here since I'm going to say December 11th when they needed a few lucky breaks to get by the Texans in that home game. I don't you know, you want to be peaking in the late December and January. I think the Cowboys are doing the opposite. I, you can't count on Mike McCarthy to find the answers. Jack <laughs> Prescott. Prescott's 14 for 37, 128 yards on a pick six against the commander's defense that was down some starters. That offense totaled 182 yards, 2.8 yards per play. Uh, the Buccaneers, hey, they're not red hot going into the postseason. Uh, but I do think they're starting to play some better football, especially offensively. And you look at the Tampa Bay offense, Bucks have not won a game by more than six points since week two. Offense is not top 20. Uh, actually, the offense is top 23 points in only two games all season. But I do think you've seen some positive signs here with the Bucks in the past couple of weeks, uh, especially with the offense. And uh, I'll take the three. I already took it. I, I saw Saturday night there was some uh, talk out there that this line might be three and a half. And uh, I didn't think that was going to stick. I thought the number was going to be two and a half or three. I've got to take the three with the Bucks, and I expect the Bucks to knock out the Cowboys. And if Jerry Jones is smart, he's going to make a coaching change. And uh, if Tom Brady loses this game, it's going to be his last one in Tampa Bay. And the next time we're going to see him is going to be his quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders. Wow. That would be something. Okay. Very good. So. Follow the money. Paulie and Mitch Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Matt Humans, our guest from Visa. Uh, I'll give you another one. I think the Giants are going to be very popular with the public Sunday. Yeah, I do too, and that's why I'm going to avoid the Giants. I was looking at this, and I said, uh, everybody's been trying to fade the Vikings. They're phony, bet against them. Uh, I understand all that, uh, but I'm not going to get there with the Giants this week. I'm going I'm to pass on that side. It's just, uh, I think Brian Dable's done an outstanding job. I'm not sure if you would call him the coach of the year. He's one of your top two or three candidates. He's probably the coach of the year, but, man, he's done this with smoke and mirrors. And I'm not completely sold on the Giants here, and I'm probably going to pass on that side. Matt, you also do a very good job betting college basketball, and you're aware of this. You tweet out your picks a lot at Matt Humans 24-7. I know that you had a really good day. I think it was on Saturday because I bet uh, some of the plays that you sent out as well. Tonight in the Big Ten, what, Nebraska catching points against Illinois? Which, which side do you like here? You know, uh, one play I lost on Saturday was Wisconsin at Illinois, uh, catching seven, lost by 10. But I found out about an hour before the game that the Badgers' best player, Tyler Wall, was in street clothes. So I was able to get out of that bet. Uh, Wisconsin is definitely not the same team without Wall, and it looks like he's not going to play uh, tonight against Michigan State. Right now the Spartans are two-point favorites in Madison. So I, I don't have a play on that game as of right now. Uh, but 
that that's related to this uh, Nebraska Illinois play because the Illini right now a really struggling team uh, since they beat Texas on December sixth they have no wins against a respectable opponent in over a month until they beat Wisconsin on Saturday and again that was a Badgers team without their best player I like this Nebraska team I think the mayor Fred Hoiberg's got a underrated team the Huskers is three point dogs tonight this is going to be my play you've got Derek Walker and uh, Juwan Gary to uh, Talented forward, Sam Griesel is a, a guard, 6'7", who can fill it up, and they've got this uh, sharpshooter from Japan, Kisei Komenaga, who, is, uh, who runs around like a wild man out there, and he can get hot for three, shooting 37% from three. Uh, I think the Huskers are an underrated team in the Big Ten, kind of along with uh, Penn State. And I, I expect, actually, Nebraska to beat Illinois tonight. So I'm playing uh, Nebraska plus three. Mm-hmm. I'll give you one to look forward to on Wednesday. Another team that's uh, been disappointing in the Big Ten, Indiana. And uh, the Hoosiers have, uh, in the last month, they have three wins, all at home, against Nebraska, Elon, and Kennesaw State. Uh, Jalen Pickett is one of the most exciting players in the league. I think Nebraska and Penn State are a couple teams that are underrated in the Big Ten. I don't know, that's going to be around a pick em game. Both teams have lost two in a row. I thought Penn State played really, really well in the first half against Purdue on Sunday at the Palestra. Uh, take Penn State to beat Indiana on Wednesday night. And quickly, Matt, in the Mountain West tonight, Nevada, they're 14-3 overall, 4-0 in conference play, but they go on the road and play at San Diego State. They're catching a big number. Who do you like? Yeah, you know, I was thinking about playing Nevada here, but I'm not going to get there, plus 10, because the more I looked into this game tonight, um, there's some situational aspects really intrigue me because um, San Diego State just beat a shorthanded Wyoming team by five on the road. Has to come back, play a quick turnaround on Tuesday night. Nevada's 14-3, and 4-0 in the Mountain West, but if you dig into that record, 10 of those wins are against really weak opponents. Uh, Nevada does have the biggest starting five in the Mountain West at 6'4", 6'6", 6'6", 6'7", and 7'. This team has overachieved. Uh, but this is one of those prove-it games to me. I, it's not quite enough points for me to get there uh, with Nevada. Hey, I'll close it out, too. I, I am handicapping the Sony Open Golf Tournament as we speak, okay, so I'll okay. send you guys uh, my plays for that if you want to use them in in-pocket. Oh, for I sure. I got a, a, okay. a couple pretty good plays for that. Sounds great. Will do. Follow him on Twitter. Again, he's at MattHumans247. Thanks, Matt. Good luck this week. Okay, you bet. Thanks, Thanks. guys. Yeah, be good. Brooklyn's best is sponsor. Great pizza and meatballs That's on a right Friday night. It's show. very good. Yes. Very good. Uh, we do have time here, I think, for a pro tip of the hour. This is a follow the money on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Advantage play. When you order that out, I mean, get the uh, get the tray. Don't just get like one or two meatballs. I mean, they get. I got a tray of meatballs at the house. It was only thirteen dollars. Spectacular. That it? Yeah, yeah, that's the move. It's a yeah. no brainer. I'll say this uh, quickly here. To add on top of that, don't be afraid. Don't be. Don't shy away when you see massive win totals on the best teams in the country. Or in the NFL, a lot of times they go over. Like Georgia next year will be 11 and a half. Alabama didn't get there this year, but don't don't shy away when you see 11 and a half on a win total. They they, a lot Mm -hmm. of these good teams go undefeated more often than you think. Up next, three-time Super Bowl champ with the 49ers, Randy Cross on the show. Things are going a little too well with his former club. When will it uh, catch up with rookie quarterback Brock Purdy? That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN.
Welcome back. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits and other way VEASAN's here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Paulie, we'll begin this hour talking more uh, NFL playoffs, specifically in the NFC, with this uh, juggernaut that is the San Francisco 49ers and former 49er great and three-time Super Bowl champ Randy Cross joins the program now. Good morning, Randy. Thanks for the time today. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, current state of the franchise, when you go back to your playing days, right? Montana, Young, Garcia, Garoppolo, Purdy. Just like we we all predicted, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the second best quarterback story in football in general, right behind Stetson Bennett, um, as to guys that so-called experts, uh, I know myself included on Stetson Bennett, you kind of kept going to the, the, the latest five-star tricky name to say, well, he should be starting, not this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Purdy's the same way. I mean, you're, that Mr. Irrelevant thing's been worn out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But just appreciate what's happened because you just don't see guys that do things in major college football and then go to the pros their rookie year, get a chance, and do the exact same kind of stuff. I mean, this is how he played at Iowa State, so it, sh- it doesn't surprise too many Cyclone fans. Yeah. But for people that haven't watched this guy religiously, it's been pretty stunning. Okay, so two things completely opposite, though, on Brock Purdy. Um, I've been asking this question now for a couple of weeks, like a lot of people. When does it actually catch up with him? But Randy, if it doesn't, I'll ask you this. How do they lose? Well, I I always start when I talk about this particular team, and I I think that's why you have to kind of uh, compartmentalize uh, these these football teams. You you can't say, well, given their history, because we have found out that history is what happened last month, not what happened last year or last decade. Um, given, given these teams or given this specific team, if this defense can, can play like it has this season and given sort of last, last week's Raider game as sort of an anomaly, um, there's no limit to what they can do. It takes a lot of pressure off the offense in general to have that kind of defense because this defense, the way they've played and as intimidating as they've been, um, makes them about as good as the Niners have had, and it makes it also as good as some teams. But teams that have this style of defense that's dominated, um, to be successful, you got to win it all. So let's see how they do. But they've got a defense that's good enough to win it all and an offense that's smart enough not to make so many mistakes that they get in the way. Well, you're the perfect guy to talk to on those great 49er teams, and you are the legendary Bill Walsh. But can, can they – are they going to have? A, are they a good size favorite to make it to the Super Bowl because of how good Shanahan is? In your opinion, um, you know, I think what Kyle and John Lynch have done, uh, maybe more teams ought to take a close look at linking their GMs and, and some have, but linking their GM and their their head coach together, contracts and everything else, and giving them long term deals and saying, "Look, here you are." You know, I, I was involved early in my career with a lot of that crap of fire the coach after one year bring uh-huh. somebody else and a whole new group you know two years later fire the general manager and another coach um 
the Niners were smart. They they linked these guys together. They gave them the time, and it worked well, and they were rewarded. So I think what Kyle does offensively is is pretty innovative, and at least um, you know smart football. But you know the whole package is, is what makes them so good. That offense, and then getting to add Christian McCaffrey to it mm-hmm. for what's now looks like a pretty reasonable price uh, compared to you know what they paid for the quarterback, the young quarterback who's hurt. Um, you know, Trey and whatnot. But, yeah, I, I just think what they've done has been amazing. But it's been both of those guys more than it's just, just been Kyle and his scheme, which I think Kyle's scheme is pretty remarkable. But sure. what those two have done together has been the key. You probably had the bye almost every year. But how did Bill Walsh treat rest versus rust? And how did he treat games late in the season when you already knew what what seed you had and how that worked out, and you could tie it into what happened with Staley and the Chargers. With you already knew what you were doing, and guys are still in the game and getting carted off. Yeah, anytime we were in the wild card round, it wasn't always a great experience. Um, some years we'd make it to the divisional, then we'd make it to maybe the cha- NFC Championship after a wild card week. But the big years were always with that week of rest, and it's it's valuable. As long as you understand how you're supposed to play. You know, you saw a great example of it last night in how Georgia handled TCU. Georgia played at their level. They played at Mm -hmm. what they always expect to play at. And and when you see teams operating like that, and the great teams in the NFL do the same things, um, they're incredibly hard to beat. And that's what we were like. When you gave us a week off Mm -hmm. and we could rest our bodies, we were already rested. That's what people kind of missed out on we weren't beating the crap out of each other the last couple months of the season so when we got to january we were fresh already we didn't we didn't necessarily need a week of rest all a week an extra week did for us is give us more game plan time and more uh more tweaking the toys time when it came to our offense Mm -hmm. and if anybody got benefited from a rest it were some of those beasts we had on d those guys, mm-hmm. the way they hit people, they needed a little extra time to relax. Very good answer. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, three time Super Bowl champ, former 49ers great Randy Cross, with us here on the show today. Uh, assuming that Jalen Hurts would be healthy if and when the Niners would go to Philadelphia, that obviously would not be an easy game. But how many other teams in the NFC actually scare you? Um, well, if you're smart, all of them. Because playoffs, I, I had a few experiences that were rather jolting in my career. And nothing's more jolting than being on a really good team that loses and is out really fast in the playoffs. That, that brings you back to reality faster than anything else. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't think there's anybody that's in this thing that's unreasonable. That's why I say with San Francisco playing Seattle, in this first first round in the wild card round that's a dangerous team that's very familiar with you and go down that list of the matchups you have uh in the wild card round it it should terrify every every single team and it'll make them concentrate you know that much harder i i just think once you get in the tournament anybody i mean i could go all the way down to trevor lawrence and the jags over on the afc side you know, there's a chance they could be that style 
you know, that Cinderella style team, the way that they've played mm-hmm. and the way they've kind of, you know, gotten better at the end of the year. You, you never know. Uh, crazy things happen. Uh, 87, you lost to the Vikings. Anthony Carter. I couldn't believe it, how big of an upset that was. Oh, uh, what would you dude. do if you're Sean Payton? Uh, what would I do if I was Sean Payton? Well, if I still had the itch, and it kind of looks like he does, uh, I would play it for everything I got. Uh, and I, I'd go wherever I had the – I liked the talent the most for what I wanted to do. Um, and he, he's a smart guy. I, I, there's fewer, fewer coaches that have, have maximized their talent. But, again, he and Mickey Loomis played off each other. And they were another great matchup between a coach and a general manager. And that's what he needs to look for, too. He needs to find the sort of symbiotic relationship he can have in an organization. So he, he's not going to – coaches don't do it by themselves. I don't care how great the coach is. The guys around him and the people around him are what make his job easier. So I think that's what Sean will concentrate on. And I'd stay the hell away from certain divisions and certain teams. Absolutely. Yes. No doubt. Yes. Uh, Randy, we have like 90 seconds here. You went to UCLA. Do you like the idea of the Bruins going to the Big Ten, or do you hate it? Um, I, I like it only because I appreciate what this game has become. Um, people say, oh, well, my God, they're going to have their field hockey team going to Rutgers and, <laughs> uh, you know, for matches, and the volleyball team's going to have to play Penn State and Happy Valley and go to Michigan. You know what? This ain't about – all the other sports. This ain't about the country club sports. This is about two sports. This is about football and it's about basketball, but it's all about the dead presidents. Yeah. And yeah. there are more of those more of those dead presidents in the Big Ten. And that's what it's about. And I, I, I take my hat hat off to everybody at UCLA for making this move. And I think when they look back at it, they'll be glad they're part of the part of the program because there's gonna be a big club coming up. And if you ain't in it, you ain't getting the money. Yeah, mm-hmm. no kidding. You can follow Randy on Twitter. He is at Randy Cross FB. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much, and good luck to the Niners. My pleasure. Thank yeah. you, Randy. I want a tour of his house. What a backdrop! That is—is is that yeah. the best backdrop? It's like we've he lives seen? in a castle. It's incredible. <laughs> I know that was awesome. Wow, bookshelf and everything—like knives out. The first, with the first yeah. movie with uh, the castle, the guy had. Oh, there. he he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Right? Oh, very good. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah, but, but I think he was going to go down that path of the 87 team when you brought that I up. Know, I should. I, I saw know. the look on his face. I was like, oh, boy. I know. Well, he brought I Yeah. 35 years ago. Looks How like much it stings. It, I know. It felt like he remembered it like it was yesterday. I know. I should have let him go. I think he might have. Yeah, Montana threw a pick six in that game. They were like 14-2. and two. They got killed. Oh, they were unbelievable yeah. that year. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm here for the this Trey Lance discussion. You can't. Change quarterbacks if you go to the Super Bowl. Well, they won't. Or the NFC title game. I mean, what do you... There's no way they will. I don't care what you give up for the guy. Can't do it. Even if they lose to the Eagles in a close game. No. Can't do it. Up next, we'll give you a prime example why betting unders on season-long props is the way to go. And we'll tie in individual NFL numbers that surprised us over the course of the full season. I knew he had a good year, but not this good. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. With the start of the new year, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home, all the latest lines, odds, and boosts, whether it's football, hockey, or basketball. Bet Rivers has you covered. Join them every week for new promotions, Tuesday hockey, first goal insurance, Sunday football, parlay insurance, and more. It's a whole new game, and props, props, props are coming with the NFL playoffs. Ross Tucker joins the program now. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Ross Tucker NFL, host of the Even Money podcast, and also MyFrontPageStory.com. Ross, good morning. Always a pleasure to have you on the program. How are you today? Absolutely. Good morning, guys. I am fantastic. It's playoff time which is always very exciting and i like that we have you know six games as opposed to used to just be four to be honest i wouldn't mind if the lions and the steelers were in the playoffs playing against the the eagles and chiefs this weekend i like i I mean i know some people don't like playoff expansion but I don't have a problem with it. This year actually would have been a pretty decent year to have eight teams in each conference. I think we'll get there mm-hmm. probably sooner than later. You're actually you're calling the Bills Dolphins this week. Uh, we talked about this a little bit early, earlier today on the show, Ross. 
Tomorrow is a big day for Tua in the concussion protocol process. Uh, I know it's speculation at this point and maybe a guess. What would you, if you had to bet on it right now, do you think he plays against the Bills or no? Yeah, obviously no inside information, yeah, yeah. so I have no idea. I, I'm going to guess no. Okay. I, I'm going to guess that he is shut down for the rest of the year, but I could very easily be wrong. It's a playoff game. It's a unique opportunity for him and the organization. But, you know, last week, they didn't even consider him playing. And remember, you know, he had suffered a concussion two weeks prior, right? So it's not like the concussion was against the Patriots, and that's why he didn't play against the Jets. The concussion had happened the week before, and last week it was like it wasn't even on the radar screen. Like there, there was no shot, no discussion, nothing. So I am going to lean to guessing that Tua does not play and is not activated for the game, but we'll see. But then there's the question about Bridgewater. Yes. Bridgewater has that pinky issue, (laughs) so we don't know about him. I mean, it's wild. You know, I I think most people would probably tell you that out of the teams that were competing for that last spot in the AFC, I feel like the Dolphins are probably the team that has the least amount of momentum or the least chance to probably win a game. I mean, the Steelers have been playing pretty good. The Patriots have been kind of a 500 club. But does feel like the Dolphins are kind of limping in. And now Mostert, who yep. was their best player on offense. On, I mean, Mostert was running like a man possessed. Hell yeah. He was unloading on Jets defenders. He has a broken thumb that Mike McDaniels calling a serious injury, and he might not play. They're, they don't have much of a shot if it's going to be Thompson. They don't have it because you get blown out. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on the Bills and if you were troubled with what you watched defensively against Mac Jones and the Bills' chances moving forward. Well, that's the thing. That's one of the things I'm interested in, right? I know they won by double digit. Guys, they had two kickoff returns for touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and their defense did not look great. And I don't know that any of us know. There's no script, right? None of us know how much they were helped and or hurt by the DeMar Hamlin situation a week ago, obviously you would think that it would have affected their preparation and hurt them. But then when the game kicked off, it just felt like that stadium exploded and that it was like a a powder keg of emotion and you almost feel like that helped them. Now, can they get to that fevered pitch again? Can they get up like that? I mean, I'm sure the fans probably can, but just a different week, right? Now it's like a Sunday one Get clock game. It's kind of a nondescript game. The Dolphins aren't playing that great. I actually think there's a lot of potential there for the Dolphins to be able to hang in this one just because of that. I could really, at this point, I could only lean to the Dolphins and the 10 and a half. I just don't lay 10 and a half. I, I hate laying a number like that. Yep. So I'm not laying yep. 10 and a half, especially because the Bills aren't trying to win by 10 and a half. They're just trying to win the game. Uh, so right now, I would just be a lean to the Dolphin. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Ross Tucker, our guest again, Even Money Podcast on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL. We had uh, Randy Cross on the show a half an hour ago, former 49ers great. And, uh, you know, he gave us a very logical answer when I said, How many teams outside of Philadelphia scare you as a 49- former 49ers player? He said, Well, at this point, every team should scare you. Well, we'll ask you, like, uh, to rank the teams in. 
for Philadelphia, right? Assuming that the 49ers are the scariest team going to Philadelphia in their current form, how would you rank the teams behind the 49ers in the NFC? Uh, I think probably after them, I'd still say the Cowboys. You would, okay. Um, I know they didn't look good against the Commanders, and and Dak has kind of been up and down. You know, a lot of people are are banging on Dak this week. I don't know. I mean, until this week, the Cowboys had been scoring the most points in the NFL since Dak had come back. They had been moving the ball very effectively. We know they've got some very talented guys on defense, like Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence. Trayvon Diggs, et cetera. So uh, to be honest with you guys, I only think there's five teams I can see going to the Super Bowl right now. And that is the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals in the AFC. Mm -hmm. And then the Eagles or the Niners in the NFC. If you're forcing me to say another team that maybe could go on a run, I would still say the Cowboys. Um, And then, you know, the Vikings have to be the most disrespected 13-win team I've ever seen. Yeah. And I know the point differential thing. I got all that. I know they've won more than their fair share of one-score games. Like I, I read the same stuff you guys do. Like mm-hmm. I get it, okay? But they still won 13 games. I mean, that's not easy to do. They have a quarterback playing at a top-10 level. They're the best receiver in the NFL. Hawkinson's added a lot. They do have some pass rushers if they get a lead, like Hunter and Darius Smith. And yet I say all those things, and I kind of like the Giants plus three. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Come on. What? What? How about the Sunday night game? What's going on with Baltimore and Lamar Jackson? And is he is he going to be their guy for the future? And do they give him a long term deal? Well, so first of all, uh, most people expect him to play Sunday night, but there are some people that have looked at him. And they're not so sure. He hasn't really done anything. Yes. So I think people are kind of skeptical of whether or not he'll definitely go out there. And if he does, how well he'll be able to play. I don't see him going anywhere to another team. But I also don't see the Ravens giving in on this fully guaranteed contract that he wants. Why would you? He's missed at least five games the last two years. Right. I don't know that he was really playing great this year when he got hurt and i'll tell you another thing guys i don't think deshaun watson and the way he played the last six games or whatever it was i don't think he did lamar or any of these guys any favor right like mm-hmm. i mean talk about buyer beware and you can say he's rusty blah 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 if i'm a browns fan i'm scared to death by that contract right now and it's even just more fuel for a team like the Ravens to say, eh, you know what? Maybe we'll hold off on any type of fully guaranteed deal. If I mean, I'm sure they'll offer him a big average per year, but if he insists on fully guaranteed, I think the Ravens just franchise tag him. All right. How is everything going yeah. at myfrontpagestory.com? Awesome. We had a great year. <laughs> uh, we're up like 40%, thanks in part to you guys, and thanks because people realize it's the best gift you can get anybody and Valentine's Day is a month away already. So listen, if you listen to this show, you know about the value of time. You know about the value of money. Go to myfrontpagestory.com, the best Valentine's Day gift ever, and just knock it out. You don't want to be dealing with this Super Bowl week, okay? You don't want to be dealing with Valentine's Day stuff when you're placing all your prop bets on the Super Bowl. So go to myfrontpagestory.com now. 
and get your significant other the gift that they will, they literally will cry. They'll be so happy yeah. that you gave them this thoughtful of a gift, a story written all about them. Myfrontpagestory.com. And you guys have great listeners, by the way, because every time I come on, at least a couple people make an order. So I love that. I love it. You know what? I should, I should come up with a code so that uh, next time next I come time. on, all right. here, I promise this. Next time I come on, I'll have a specific code that you guys can get a discount on and that will know they came from, from uh, Follow the Money, which is awesome. Beautiful. As always, an entertaining listen, as you are on the Even Money podcast and uh, entertaining on Twitter as well, at Ross Tucker NFL. Thanks for the time, as always, Ross. Of course. See you guys. Have a great week. Thank you. I thought about this this week. What's going to happen when the Super Bowl lands on Valentine's Day? Oh, no. That will happen in a handful of years. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. So Valentine's Mercy. Day is going to be on a Sunday, and that will be the Super Bowl. We just went through this in the NBA. Kevin Durant was going to be traded, but the Gobert trade screwed things up. Oh, yeah. This Deshaun Watson contract is going to screw things up. A lot? In the, for quarterbacks and moving forward. I oh, look what he got. Well, yeah. That's the Browns, though. Right, They're idiots. Right. I understand I mean, how other owners and franchises hate that deal. Oh, Absolutely. Fully guaranteed, and plus, this you, you can't do that. We have odds on Aaron Rodgers' next team if it's not Green Bay, and will the Bears trade the first overall pick? Follow the money, Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on Vsin. The creativity and imagination, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, full menu, the props. Get ready for all the props in the NFL games coming up this weekend. And whether it's football, hockey, or basketball, they have you covered. Great promotions and house specials, Tuesday hockey, first goal insurance, Sunday football, parlay insurance, and more. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. We're getting a lot of feedback today on the worst bets that people made throughout the NFL season. This is from Jesse on Twitter. Again, at VSIN Live at Mitch Moss Radio at Paulie Howard. He had Carson Wentz MVP most passing yards and TDs after week three. Small bets. Oh. But what really bothers him is that he actually bet, this would sting a little bit, he bet DeAndre Swift most rushing touchdowns 30-1. to one, And uh, he, oh. was, he was had by Jamal Williams. Oh. He was on it. He was on. He was on yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. He had the right team. He did. Correct position, obviously. Damn. Well, I mean, yeah. That is close. It's hard. You know, like like we, you know, no one saw that coming last night. We thought it'd be you know sixty-five to seven or whatever. But with the NFL again, you had the worst to first happen. You had the worst team in the league last year win a division. It's happened five times since the merger with Jacksonville. Oh. I mean, you, the Seattle thing. It's why it's a great sport. It's also why but, I like going bombs away with right. a lot of this stuff. Oh sure. Like I know Justin Jefferson got there for most rushing, or I'm sorry, most receiving yards at eight to one. That's like one of the favorites, obviously. But you can find stuff. Not three hundred to one's not going to get there every day. But Jamal yeah. Williams, okay. Well, who had this? Who had Hackett as a downgrade from Fangio? Yeah. I mean, think about that. Did you have your drug test if you said that a year ago? And now Hackett might go back to Green Bay. Uh huh. And if that happens, Rodgers will probably go back there and play one more and, year. Yes. So we got a couple tweets on this. Number one, apparently they they caught the guy. There's an arrest that was made in the Caesars robbery, according to uh, one local news uh, report. So thanks for that. The other one is a uh, guy says, I'm not taking Dak, not with my money. So now it, we can tie this in to ATS numbers and playoff uh, record with these quarterbacks. Imagine, gather around the campfire. We're here Tuesday. Another Cowboy loss. They've lost eight straight playoff games in a row on the road. 
They haven't won a playoff game on the road since 93. They lose again. McCarthy could be gone. And Dak would fall to 1-4 and four in the playoffs. All very possible. What is the rush to give these guys these absurd contracts, quarterbacks? Well, I know of a quarterback, you don't stand a chance. Says who? Look at Mr. Irrelevant right now. In the right system with a talented roster and a good coach, you can still win games. Now, can you win a Super Bowl? Who knows? But I know this. I'm in trouble with Dak. And even Lamar Jackson. Let's say Lamar Jackson plays Sunday and they lose. He would be 1-4 and four in the playoffs. You're just going to hand someone this kind of money and guaranteed what you did to Dak and what you could give Lamar Jackson? Well, no, I mean, that, and, but that's going to be the rub, right, between the player, in, in Jackson's case, not even the agent because he doesn't have one, but the player, the agents, and then the team on top of it because right. of what the Browns did with Watson. Yeah. It, it yeah, was right, absurd right. what they did. The Ravens could also make another mistake. The Ravens got it right where they said, well, I'll wait and see. And Flacco wins a Super Bowl, and then they reward him right. with the crazy contract and the, when the I, Flacco thing was a total fluke, and he had that Montana-type run, and they won the Super Bowl. It just it speaks to how quarterback-hungry every team is until they land their franchise guy. And again, I, going into the draft, when you're going to hear about Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Will Levis, I'm sure people will say, when, on draft night, when one of those guys goes number four overall, for example, people will say they finally found their generational quarterback, their franchise quarterback. Did they? Yeah. We do this. It's it's a never-ending cycle every year in in April when we hear about it. And then, again, look look back at how, what was it, the 2016 draft? Goff won, Wentz two. At one point, it looked like Wentz was clearly the better quarterback, was going to be the MVP. And at one point, Goff was written off. Mm-hmm. He was traded to the worst team in the league. And now Wentz can't play. I don't even know if he's going to be on a roster next year. And Goff somehow resurrected things in Detroit. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a total crapshoot yep. at the quarterback position. Mahomes 8-3 and three playoff record. Burrow, 3-1. and one. Allen, 3-3. Three and three. Captain Kirks, 1-2. and two. Lamar and Dak, 1-3. and three. Brady, 35-12. and 12. Montana has sec- the second most playoff wins all time with 16. Are you serious? He's got 35 compared to 16. Yep. That's one and two. Who's who's going to come close to that record? Oh, nobody. Mahomes is eight. I mean, even if he makes AFC title game every year, wow, because Brady's so old. Mahomes can get to 20. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more than that, but they still that's like halfway there. Yeah. Joe Flacco. Has as many road playoff wins as Tom Brady. Also speaks to Brady, the uh, fluky run that Flacco had, but give him credit, seven. But that Tom rarely was on the road because the dominance with the Patriots, seven-seven. Again, as I said, he's been a dog ten times in the playoffs. He's seven and three straight up. I can't, off the top of my head, find when he's been a home playoff dog. Favorite against the Rams last year? Well, you're going to have to go back and look at, I mean, seriously, like the early 2000s. And, right away and, in the and, and games and matchups that they would have played maybe at home. Yeah. Yeah. The Ray Rice game. I think they were favored. Uh, 2000, what was that? 2010? Yeah. Welk, Welker got hurt in the final game of the season. And uh, then they got Ray Rice scored on like the second play and the Ravens killed them on the road. Yeah. That was when, the, yeah. I think they were favored in that game, though, yeah. too. No, so. they were. They were favored. Yeah. In that okay. Game, yeah. So that, that's hard. Uh, so interesting quarterback numbers. And you, I understand the tweets about, I don't want Dak. Give me Brady. I'm not. I'm not going to the window with uh, with him. Special teams numbers again. You got to be sound in all three phases, right? Ask the Patriots, and maybe they win that game. 
on Sunday with this special teams boo-boo. The Bills' number one special teams, football outsiders. Baltimore, number three. Well, yeah, one of the best kickers of all time. Seattle's number four. Chargers are sixth. That surprised me. No, oh, the rookie kicker had a tremendous season. Yeah. Typically, that's going to be a team well, that doesn't have... Kick coverage has been a problem, though, going yeah. back. and all, Right. Tampa, 31st. Yep. So they're 31st. That's not the first time this has happened, either. As I recall, they've been bad the last couple years. Oh, they have. Teams. I got all the numbers here for you. Thank you. So Tampa's 31st this year. The Vikings are 30th. And when you, when you go back, and I can, re- I looked at all the stuff yesterday. You go back a year ago. We pointed out to people, the Packers were dead last in special teams. Right. And, we, and we said a team has never even made it to the Super Bowl when they're that low. And I went back all the way to 2000 and never has a team ranked in the 30s below in special teams um, ever made it to the Super Bowl, ever. The the lowest one that I could find, the Rams in 2001, they were 29th overall in special teams. They lost the game. The 2020 Buccaneers were 26th overall in special teams. The Chiefs were 17th. Buccaneers killed them in that game. But they did not have good special teams. So when you are 30th, 31st, or dead last, number 32 overall in special teams, you don't even make the Super Bowl. Not that that's going to be the reason why Tampa or the Vikings lose, but nobody's really thinking of them as uh, threats this year anyway. Part of the, you know, it doesn't help that they have bad special teams play, obviously. Yeah. That is something. Like, you have to have, you, 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 have, you have to avoid being one of the worst teams in the league in special teams. And to your point here, uh, you brought up the Bills first overall. I know you mentioned this yesterday. Dolphins in this matchup, they're 28th overall. Yep. Has not been a good year for Miami on Keep an eye teams. on that. I mean, kickoff coverage, everything, and what Hines did Sunday. Minnesota's 30th. Giants are 22nd. Wow. Yeah, I know, I know what Ross was saying, too, about the disrespected thing, but, I mean, the Minnesota thing is, I mean, how fluky is this? You're thir- you have 13 wins and you've been outscored, and you're 11-0 and in one-score games? Yeah. But I will say that it's just going to be the most people will line up and take the Giants. I think so, too. It's going to be a very public underdog in this game. First now, game was great. Good game. Joseph from 61 to win it. If you recall, but, that was 24-16 Vikings late. Giants yeah. got a very late touchdown, went for two, and got it. And that's how it played out like that. And then Joseph hit that game winner. Mm-hmm. But how do you slow down Jefferson? Other than if you have Alexander on your team. But how can you, how can you shut him down? And does he go off? The props are going to be fascinating in this game about what happens. Is it a big dose of Barkley? Does Danny Dimes keep it going, right? I'm definitely going to be, depending on the number, I'm going to be looking at Danny Dimes to score the first touchdown. And Minnesota can't stop anything. They they were on a sick overrun before last week's game went under. But then again, that was Peterson, a Peter Min, and backup so was Chicago. And to Danny Dimes' credit, and a lot of this, this I think, goes to Brian Dable as well. Excellent job out of him in his first year. The turnaround for this guy has been remarkable. Nobody had this. Yep. Uh, I don't know if they should give him like a long contract extension, especially when you hear the reports that they're going to do the same for Barkley. Like it's like, oh boy, really? Dimes couldn't play until this year, and Barkley has an injury history. Now you want to sign both guys to extensions? I don't know about that, but uh, again, I didn't think Dimes could play. Nobody did, and he's been pretty effective here this season, and especially down the stretch. And it's a bad again. Do you just do you want to go back to Old Faithful here and go the over in a Vikings game? Sounds about right. I'm not including Week 18. Bears said they were trying right, to yeah. get the number yeah. one pick. Got to throw it out. Yeah. 
The previous week, they gave up 40-plus to the Packers. If Kirk is okay, that's a scary offense. Cook, Hawkinson, well, they have Jefferson, weapons, Thielen. I mean, that's... They absolutely that, have yeah. weapons. Problem is they can't stop anything, but that's... But, oh, boy, the path for the 49ers. It's right there for San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. We'll run down our in-pocket plays, what we're betting, coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.